I call it change your pace metric. It's a lot of people call it Axel Cell measurement, but essentially all it is looking at is every tenth of a second, what's the difference in speed? And then averaging that over a 60 second interval, 120, all the way from one minute to 10 minutes and started looking at that data, which is challenging to process. Hello and welcome to the High Performance Podcast for AFL staff and athletes, sponsored by Prepare Like a Pro. Make sure if you haven't already to subscribe to our YouTube channel. I host a live monthly episode Q&A for Australian rules footballers and another one for strength and conditioning coaches. I hope you enjoy this, this interview. Please share with a friend or a teammate that you think will value this episode. What are some advice that you've provided to SNCs in a mentoring space or even SNCs that you've worked with as colleagues um, to, to keep getting better and I guess opening up more doors in elite sport? Yeah, I think uh, relationships are key and earning, earning your right and, and earning your way is hard in proving that you've got a, a good work ethic. And I said before, both, I was very lucky that I grew up in an environment in Northwest England where you, you kind of, everybody, I felt like everybody just worked really hard. Certainly my parents did and, and the rest of my wider family and and then I was lucky again that I went into a um, a working class environment at, at Sail Sharks, even though a lot of the rugby union players back then, and still to this day, I suppose, in the UK, are private school educated, and there's a perception that they don't work as hard. I think that myth's gone now that they, they do work bloody hard. Hi there. My name's Rama, and I'm a strength and conditioning coach. I don't think I've ever delved into a piece of Prepare Like a Pro content without feeling absolutely inspired to not only be a better coach, but a better athlete and a better person. But Prepare Like a Pro, I have instantaneous access to a world of in-depth knowledge and expertise from not only Jack McLean himself, but a range of other strength and conditioning coaches, doctors, physios, dietitians, and a whole lot more. There really is nothing like this. And that is why I love being a part of the Prepare Like a Pro Academy community. What's your sort of take on internships, if you like, and, and earning your way from putting in time early on in the career? Like, what, what's your take on it? Yeah, when, when I started, they weren't really called internships. It was just, um, I just was a volunteer. And so I just went and helped out with lots of strength and conditioning stuff. And it was purely because I was so passionate about that. I really, really wanted to get better. And I felt like as I was learning more on this master's, I, I needed to experience experience it and I wanted to I wanted that feeling of coaching people and helping improve the way they move and I wanted to see how they adapted all of those things and so um that was what I was supposed to doing lots of internships but as I was sharing to you earlier that um there's another side to that as well like the first uh three or four jobs I took actually right back to those Doncaster days where I took that role I, I kind of knew what sort of salary I would be getting paid but um but I didn't I didn't really care about it has there been a program or, or if there hasn't with the what, what would your belief be on it where you feel like the leaders and the majority of the playing group are all in and they're obsessed to win um but the football department isn't or vice versa do you think you can still get ultimate success or do you need the key pillars of staff and the playing group to be all in and obsessed for for team first success yeah good question actually i, I think if the, if you've got the players and especially the leadership group yeah, if if they are aligned and and obsessed um, and desperate for success and willing to pay the price and um, for success, I think you're seventy percent, eighty percent of the way there. And um, I think we can sometimes overestimate our impact as coaches. Actually, mm. 
I think um, at the true elite end, um, I, I understand and I'm, I'm sure we'll get onto how we can add value physically uh, from a strength and conditioning perspective. But I do think all of the different coaching areas, like players, players win games, players win leagues. It's no question. How, how do you find data can help inform decision making in those sort of high pressure environments? Yeah, so I like um, analogies and, and metaphors for this sort of stuff with, with players and other coaches. I think the way I look at the data or consider the data is like the speed dials on your car. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm a big fan of training at, at match intensity or above. And obviously you can't do that permanently. You can't do that for, for the whole of the session. But I definitely think that stands to reason to me, logically, as the best way to prepare. You know, if we can identify what is the worst case scenario, and when I say worst case, I mean peak intensity. Um, I'm not looking at it from an injury prevention perspective. I'm looking at it from a performance perspective. Mm-hmm. And and then when we can identify what that looks like, um, how can we train at, at or above it? And so if we if we can track that sort of data and then that becomes the speed dials on our car, so when we're driving really, really fast down the road, and it's not just a straight road, unfortunately. And so we, we need to keep checking the speed dials. What would be your advice for sports science strength conditioning high performance staff in terms of developing what is important whether it be an adaptation uh, aspect that you're looking for or or for performance on the field uh, how do you go about um, having clarity on yeah, help whether it be helping a player develop and what's an important object, you know, objective measure for them uh, or if you're working with the consulting coaching staff and so then there was some great research by you know there's a great crew Grant Duffy Rich Johnson Jay Stalaney Heidi Thornton that crew who were looking at um, the change in pace, I call it change of pace metric. It's a lot of people call it Axel D cell measurement, but essentially all it is looking at is every tenth of a second, what's the difference in speed? And then averaging that over a 60 second interval, 120, all the way from one minute to 10 minutes. And started looking at that data, which is challenging to process. And um, you have to get the raw data and then process it, but those guys worked it out. It's really interesting to see that that, that was a lot more sensitive, not just only to the position in some of the great peer-reviewed research they've put out, but that data set really allowed us to look at um, measuring all those moments that matter. So when you get hard off the line, that was good because then you get hard off the line, you may or may not be involved in the tackle, but then you've got to get back to the line and reload and then do it again. If you enjoyed this episode and want even more, our academy is for you. The Prepare Like a Pro Academy is a platform that hosts exclusive features and bonus content such as a Q&A segment aimed at getting to know the guests on a more personal level. Here's an example with Emily Meehan, head sports dietitian of Collingwood Football Club. What are things that, that fire you up? Oh, this one is always, uh, so I suppose it is, um, it'll be topical for most people, I think, but staying in your lane. And I yep. often find that with nutrition, everyone eats, so everyone has an opinion. And I think that's what really gets me fired up um, because so many people try and provide nutrition advice based on their end of one experience when they did intermittent fasting or keto or whatever it might be and then game changes yeah, game changes whatever that might be and look it probably keeps me in a job but that it does drive me insane because yeah. sometimes the information can be so detrimental um, and opposite to what I've been working with my athlete or athletes and you know and because they hear it on someone's socials or through a documentary it unravels everything that i've been working with an athlete for yeah 
Yeah. Another feature of our academy is the opportunity each week to join myself as co-host on the Prepare Like a Pro live chat show. Here's an example with academy member Rama Davies, the strength conditioning coach at the Box Hill Hawks. Welcome, Rama, to the chat. Uh, Rama has also worked at, at Box Hill, or currently he's working at Box Hill Hawks with us, awesome. so he's another Box Hill man uh, in the strength and conditioning department. So I'll handle it over to you, Rama, to, to ask you a question, mate. Thanks for joining us. Excellent. Thanks, Jack. And yeah, thanks, um, thanks, Sam, for the chat. It was, uh, I found it to be really insightful, plenty of gems in there. Um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, mate, my, my question to you was, you spoke a, a, quite a bit about, um, perspective during that chat. Um, and I was wondering what are some of the things that you either know or, um, do physically that um, you wish you either knew or did um, back at the beginning of your career? Uh, what are some of those things? Mm, yeah, good question. Um, yeah, so I suppose with perspective on life, um, that sort of point, um, it, yeah, certainly, yeah, has been massive for me now and, and didn't probably have that as much um, when I was younger. Um, I suppose one thing I might mention is, is gratitude. I spend a lot of my time, um, doing a lot of gratitude exercises, listening to podcasts, doing a, a journal every day, just a bit to say what I'm grateful for sort of three things. And, um, that's a fantastic way that I've been able to, yeah, like reset and, and just kind of gain that gratitude and perspective about, you know, that there is more to life than football or, you know, might be whatever as an SNC coach, you know, if something's you having a hard time, um, it can be massive with just yeah opening your eyes a little bit and losing that sort of tunnel vision or being stuck in that in that work bubble um yeah. so that's that's been huge um i think i wish back then when i was younger i asked more questions and was a bit more open to different things mm. i think i was a bit single-minded back then and um you know i thought there was one way of doing things and um if i kind of didn't have that fear Fear of, you know, asking a silly question or fear of judgment, it would have got me a lot further and I probably would have learned a lot quicker. Um, and, yeah. and yeah, like just, yeah, being open to sort of different things because um, you never know what you might find. It's just, yeah, there's so many people, like great people out there, knowledgeable people to learn off. And there's plenty more where that came from. If you would like to learn more, then enter patreon.com forward slash prepare like a pro or head to the link in our show notes. Thank you for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. If you like this episode, it'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, give a review, or even share with your mates. The show is recorded in Melbourne, Australia. Be sure to follow our Instagram page for all updates on our latest and greatest. If you would like to get in touch to suggest a guest or advertise with the Prepare Like a Pro podcast, please email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.